diving and welcome to this episode of the Career Success Podcast. Our guest today is Attila Kansen. Attila started his career in marketing in the European headquarters of P&G at the end of 1996. Attila successfully progressed his career in marketing where he worked on various categories such as fabric care, hair care, as well as styling and color on both the professional and consumer side. During his time at P&G, he gained experience across various markets around the globe. In 2013, he was hired by Merck Consumer Health as the Chief Marketing Officer and Executive Committee member, where he's responsible for leading globally a brand portfolio of almost a billion euros, which consists of nine strategic brands in six different categories. Attila oversees ideation, design, delivery, and in-market implementation, as well as expertise centers such as market research, design, digitalization, and professional brand building. Welcome, Attila. Hello. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for inviting me, Lauren. I would like to start the discussion with the topic of leadership. Throughout your experience, you've probably witnessed firsthand that not every team needs the same style of leadership. How do you adapt yourself to different teams, and how do you know which leadership style is best for each team? Here also, I think there's the conventional answer, which is I listen to everybody and look at the data and what's the history of the business and the brand. And I am fully convinced and wholeheartedly dedicated in making a difference by applying emotional intelligence uh-huh. and changing the style of leadership towards what is the spirit that is needed in that team. And a lot of the time, the you know, data may be similar, same, but what makes the difference is what is the motivation, what is the uh, spirit, the emotion that's out there, and what does the team need to uh, feel like in order to master that challenge that's ahead of them. And, and this is where I'm trying to also, in some cases, be more assertive and strong and uh, pushing and motivating because they're just needing that kind of spirit in that team to challenge that the, the brand's challenge or the business challenge at hand. Some uh, other cases, the team may be coming out of you know a little bit of a disappointing phase. They've given their all, but the results are not coming in. And in that sense, they may be needing more hand-holding. They may be needing you know, their wounds to be licked, if I may say it that way. Sure. And so if I think about the big strategic brands of Merck, consumer health, think about how I vary in in terms of how I'm connecting with the individual teams. It's more what the team is needing from a spirit, from an emotional perspective. That makes, I think, a huge difference in how I can bond with that team. And ultimately, it impacts also the results, the output, how excited they are about me as their leader, but also about each other to move ahead. I mean, looking at um, Merck Consumer Health, what would you say are the biggest challenges that your business will face in the next five years? Biggest challenge for us is going to be, as um, our industry is very, very fragmented, is how do we create scale and to become one of those few big companies with big global brands where, um, you know, from a structural economics that we are winning and viable and can continue to invest behind our brands. So historically, this industry has been driven a lot by local research, local product development, and uh, local advertising communication. What we're seeing is the more we create scale, the more we can actually invest into the brands to build the brands. 
So the biggest challenge is going to be us being the number uh, eight on a good day on the ranking. How can we actually focus on few brands that have that great potential, we call them love brands, and to spread that love across geographies and make them bigger to help us also um, with the structural economics to allow me to invest even more into those brands. Yeah, the second biggest challenge is going to be, I find, critical for mark consumer health, but in general for the consumer health industry, is ability to strengthen our connection with both consumers, patients, but also healthcare professionals via the digital touch points. So I see a huge need for catching up vis-a-vis -vis some other parts, like, for example, beauty of the fast-moving consumer goods mm -hmm. for the entire organization to get more fluid, to get more literate in digitalization, especially in social media. That is a, a small, has been historically a smaller part of the investment into the brands. Mm -hmm. And specifically, as far as brand building is concerned, everybody's a little, little bit in this hype of, you know, now the social media is coming, digitalization is the buzzword out there. But um, I find that this is going to be the biggest challenge to make those skills, digital connection, uh, being able to convey content and bond with consumers via social media is going to be the biggest thing that will make it or break it for companies. So over the past three and a half years, we have made big investments into building capabilities internally and to also better understanding what does qualification of content mean and moving away from the other extreme of, you know, here's my radio copy, here's my TV copy, I qualify it with the click of a button, it goes out there and hopefully performs as it did, like in my testing. That does not translate anymore into this heterogeneous, if I may call it that way, social media environment. And you need to force humanize people. There's not the protection of the medium in between. And you need to be able to gain insights from real life and allow consumers to shape jointly with you as a marketeer your brand. And so that is, I find, very different from how I was to describe brand building 10, 15 years ago. And that is going to be elementary to any newcomer into marketing. And that is going to be a huge building block for any of the consumer health companies out there. If they crack it, they will go to the top. If they don't, then they're going to probably lose out. And uh, let's shift a bit because I'd like to get your input on a couple of talent management topics. I wanted to ask you, you know, what do you see as the biggest skills shortage today, which may or may not have to do with the digitalization that you were just discussing? So the one topic that is near and dear to my heart is um, an ability to make a difference from a brand building perspective, to make a difference on this emotional territory. And uh, the, the, the conventional way of approaching, you know, doing what makes sense, showing what does your product do, what is the concrete benefit that it delivers to you. To me, it doesn't move the needle. And uh, when we're recruiting people and therefore looking at their grades and, you know, what kind of club they were leading and how successful they were in the internships, that is not making the cut any longer. We need to find ways of grasping better the ability, this uh, German say Fingerspitzengefühl, which is this ability to read a little bit in between the lines, 
ability to connect actually with the situation that, you know, smell the air a little bit in the room, that piece is um, rarity. And you need to intentionally go after that, find those people to be able to build and nurture great brand builders. So that for me is the big territory. We have been, we have described the strategic choice for American consumer health as love brands as in to overtly and intentionally evoke emotions, provoke, shape, but bond with uh, consumers out there, which has worked very, very well for us. Over the past two and a half, three years, we have uh, grown double the growth of the marketplace, almost 25-30% on some brands. So uh, we will continue to invest into this, and this will require us both at the recruitment stage to be very sensitive to this ability to pick up and um, convey emotions, but also from a capability building perspective across the board, build on that skill to be able to build brands that open people's hearts that people fall in love with, which is what I call love brands. And also, what does your company do better than other companies to attract and retain talent? I find that it is very important, starting with myself, for so many talents out there to connect with the company and their purpose. Especially for millennials, we tend to recruit more juniors into the company. It's um, They're looking for much more than just the transactional bonding with the company, which is their salary. It may have worked 20 years ago, mm-hmm. but now people are looking for, especially talents that have fantastic potential, are looking for a higher order purpose. I personally feel very, very good about Mark Consumer Health's purpose. We call it We 100. It is... Um, a dream, if I may call, you know, our executive committee talks about it always this way, a dream, uh, a vision where everybody around the world should have the right and should get the support to live 100 fantastic years on earth. So what does that mean? It means that we will have to help the society prepare every single individual for a long, much longer than people could have imagined, you know, 20 years ago even, much longer life. It means that we have to invest into kids already in school age, into learning next to math and geography and physics also about their body and how that body needs to sustain for 100 years or more. It's not a sprint that they have to be using their bodies resourcefully. But also at the other end of the spectrum with the elderly, how can the company, us also as employees, help the society better integrate uh, elderly into becoming productive, into having their own contribution to the younger groups. And so those are the two ends that we concretely have picked up. Sure. I think those are definitely standout examples that make Merck Consumer Health a bit different. Well, Atila, thank you so much for joining us today. Excellent. Thanks for those stimulating questions and uh, thanks for inviting me. Great. And thank you to all of our listeners. Please tune in next month for the next episode of the Career Success Podcast. Mm